0: In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about entrances, so sit back and stay tuned for me. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. My name is Travis, your host, with me today is Pastor James, and like I said at the beginning, we're talking about entrances, which might sound like a unusual title, but as we are beginning our Advent series, Unexpected, uh, this comes right after the period of 400 years uh, that God was silent and he comes on the scene. And, you know, typically we start with like a Luke chapter two kind of thing, but you started with the story of Zecharias. Yeah. um, And which was, you know, leading into the birth of John the Baptist. And that was when you know, God really broke the silence. Yeah. You know, he yeah. he he enters it onto the scene, um, but he does so with a messenger, uh, John the Baptist. And so I love that idea of of you know the here here comes God onto the scene right yeah. after the four hundred years of of being silent. Which I you know we say four hundred years. I did the math, and that's that's almost not quite almost twice as long as America has been a nation. Uh, you know. If you count back from <laughs> 1776 it's 257 years if i remember my math right. And so, no, that's why i said not exactly, yeah. but it's a long time i guess is what i'm Columbus saying. Columbus like, sailed the always, ocean blue okay, well, in 1492. Sorry, since America not so. discovered, it was a nation, okay? There's clarification in there. I'm sorry all of <laughs> you history buffs. We uh, Not discovered. Okay. <laughs> moving on. It's a long time is what I was trying to say. Okay. It's a long time. So we, don't think, we don't think years about how silence. long that was. Yeah. You know, 400 years is a long time. It's a long time. Trying to put it into perspective. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, before we get too much further into um, our discussion, you know, being that this is the start of a new series, I wondered if you might just kind of share um, what was on your heart, like what was the Lord speaking to you when you, when you felt led to um you know make this series the the title unexpected what yeah. was the lord really speaking to you why why unexpected yeah i you know every
1: time we come to this time of the year um there's there's really um there's really only one story that you're going to that you're going to tell and as i just was spending time with this story and and thinking about all of these different things uh, the, the the unexpected elements of all of this is what continued to to come up. Um, it, it was the um, the I, I don't know if you want to call it the doubt, but you know Zechariah when he when the angel Gabriel told him these things, it, it was it was hard to it was hard to imagine. And I think a part of it was because God had been silent for so long. But even um, you know when when Mary encounters the angel and she says, "What what kind of a." What kind of a greeting is yeah. is this? It it wasn't expected. When certainly for Joseph, I mean, you think about um, all of the hopes and and probably all of the expectations that he had. And I realize that there's a lot of times, even in my own life, when it comes to uh, what God is doing, um, God works in some pretty unexpected ways. Mm-hmm. And. And if we're not, um, you know, we talked a little bit yesterday at the end of the service about making room for the yeah. unexpected in our life. If, if we don't have room for that, if it, mm. if it falls outside of, of our way of doing things, um, I think sometimes we can really miss that opportunity. And when you think about the story of Jesus and his birth, um, there was a lot of people that missed it, that, that they, they heard it, but because it fell outside of what they were expecting, um, they weren't able to yeah. receive it. And, and so I just was thinking about that in, in relation to my own life and just how the Lord has worked um, a lot over the years in just very um, unexpected, unanticipated mm-hmm. ways uh, in my own life.
0: Yeah, and I think that there's something to be said about, you know, when, when God moves in ways that are unexpected, um, I think that it, it often happens in a way that can only be explained by God. Yeah. There's no yeah. way it could be, you know, man's effort or yeah. man's explanation because it was like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. I never would have expected God to come through in this way. I never yeah. saw that coming or, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's uh, you know, even when when Zacharias walked out of the temple, yeah. you know, the Bible describes, you know, he obviously he couldn't speak. Yeah. And so, but all of the people looked at Zacharias and they're like, oh my, he, he's seen a... seen a vision or seen an angel. I don't remember exactly how the Bible puts it, but it was very clear that he had encountered, you know, something heavenly, something had happened. And I think that that in, that gives us that, that key and that clue as to why the Lord moves in unexpected ways sometimes. Um, because, you know, even, even as the the Bible says, his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's something that was really interesting to me too, and, and I've been kind of pondering on this, um, is just the whole reason that the Lord uh you know, as as we say, you know, quote unquote, went silent. Yeah. You know, he was he was quiet for four hundred years. And and I know that there are times in each of our lives where we feel like it's hard to hear the Lord or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we're left wondering, like, is God still Speaking to me, is he still there? You know, I don't necessarily hear him or, or, or feel him or or something like that. And and uh, just reflecting on that four hundred years of silence. Yeah. Um Why is well, I'm going to phrase it a certain way just to sort of give a concise question, and <laughs> okay. I, I think you know what I mean when I ask it. But why does why does God go silent sometimes? <laughs>
1: I have no idea. <laughs> I mean If you haven't yeah. noticed a theme, I like to ask these doozy questions.
0: <laughs> Why
1: his ways are not my yeah. ways. I have no I they I mean, previous this, it's question. The, it's the, yeah, it's the yeah, yeah. it's the tension that sure. we that we live with. Sure. That we constantly we we wonder i mean it, it there's time i mean go go look at scripture he uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise yeah, yeah. his his ways are not our ways um his his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path this he's going to provide things um, step by step mm-hmm. along the way um I, I have a a mentor in my life that um they would always they would always say this when it came to times of silence there were there were two things the the first was um, the the teacher never talks during the test, mm-hmm. and and I thought a lot about that and um, and, and what is what does the preparation in my life look for uh, look like when 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 it when it comes time to apply the things that God is that God is teaching me and and am I living in a am I living in a state of preparation in my life mm-hmm. so that when when the when the challenge comes I, I know what to do yeah uh, i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna be able to stand strong. I'm gonna be able to um to get through these different things um, and and so being able to um, being able to really walk out um, what those things are during those during those times of silence mm-hmm. um, but there's another thing that 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 I was asked one time when when I said you know i'm i'm really i'm trying to figure out what what the Lord is is saying to me and I I don't know if I'm I don't know if 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 I'm just in a a a time of silence or what and I was asked a very important question and and this was the question what was the last thing that God asked you to do and Mm. did you complete it yeah and and I think that sometimes we 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 live in these places of silence Mm -hmm. Um, because God is, is waiting for us to do what it is that He asked us to do, and and there's some resistance there. And and again, I think that it's I think it's important to to acknowledge we are we are living in a different testament. Um, we're yeah, living yeah. on the other side true of, um, of the old Testament. Yeah. Jesus has come. There's a new covenant that's mm-hmm. given to us and his Holy spirit is living in us. And so I don't, I don't think that we, we experience the same kind of silence that they yeah. did during that time because, Absolutely. because God was not living amongst his people. There was still this barrier called sin that was standing in the way. Right. And so when, when we, as, as children of God, those who have surrendered our life and are followers of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, um, do that. His His Spirit comes and lives in us, but I don't think that it means that we're we're not going to experience those times where it seems like God is silent. And in those times, we have to know what does God's Word call us to. Mm-hmm. How um, we we had a, a series not too long ago. How then shall we live? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where we talked a lot about what does it look like to walk these things out. And we know from history that that Israel's um is Israel's lifestyle
0: mm-hmm.
1: was was very, um, incongruent with the way that God had called them to live. Yeah. They were, they were taking foreign wives, Uh, Malachi. If you look at the prophecy of Malachi, the last words that God spoke, um, the the religious leaders were they were divorcing their wives mm-hmm. in order to take pagan wives mm. and then these these pagan wives were bringing in their idols yeah. and their worship and so israel was in a it was in a, a terrible place of of disobedience and and again if you look through the old testament it was it was exile and then god would bring them back and then exile and god yeah. would bring them back and they were under ruling and all of these different things and 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 this 400 years was was a lot of just Israel not really adhering to these things, and there was some faithful, uh, obviously we have uh, Zechariah and and elizabeth and, mm-hmm. and what the Lord says about them, yeah. um, you know Luke records that they were blameless according to the laws and the customs, and right. that they were they were righteous before the lord um, but by and large Israel had had really lost mm-hmm. um, her love mm-hmm. um, for for God and for his commandments. Um, So I I don't know if that at all answers your
0: question. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think that it's important to remember the difference between the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, and the New Covenant. And and really, since we're talking about Christmas, the reason that Emmanuel God with us was such a significant thing is that um, before you did have that, where you know you would see the Holy Spirit come on a person, yeah. but then you know maybe leave come and, and then leave, which is why it's so significant when the
1: angel Gabriel says that he will be filled with the Holy Spirit while in yeah. his mother's womb. It was the first time that we that we read of someone who would mm-hmm. be who would be filled yeah. um, with the Holy Spirit. David David is probably the closest thing that we have in the Old Testament where it it says that the Spirit of God was with him. Mm. Um, in fact, at one point um, after one of David's failures, um, his his request to God was, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Yep, yep. Um, but all throughout the Old Testament, we don't see that. And then all of a sudden we see this, the entrance of this statement, which, which has not been said before. And he will be filled mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit while he is in his mother's yeah, womb. Yeah. And it's this beautiful image yeah. of what God was beginning yeah. to do. And what we now on the other side of Jesus's, Life, uh, death, and resurrection get to live within our own life, which distinguishes us from. I mean, we we are we are far um, more uh, more well off mm-hmm. in in that regard than those you know followers of God yeah. in the Old Testament.
0: Yeah, so. well, and I think it's interesting. You know, you you mentioned two things um, that I think can contribute to um, the quote unquote silence of of mm-hmm. the Lord in our lives and. And one is, is sin, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, legitimately, um, which I think is interesting because you talked about that, right? Yeah. And you talked about kind of the unsolicited advice that yeah. Zacharias and Elizabeth must have had. You know, yeah. and I know that you've experienced in yeah. your own life. Yeah. Um, and, and so <clears throat> while there was not a sin, mm-hmm. a tri- you know, in, in those situations, Zacharias and Elizabeth, obviously your family, um, <clears throat> the fact is that sin can lead to that sort of— that quieting of the holy spirit in our lives um and so i think there has to be that examination of our hearts to saying am i living in in is there some kind of um, area of my heart that is not yet submitted repented whatever the case might be um the other side of that is one that i am thinking of in a few weeks ago uh you i believe had mentioned it in one of your previous sermons not not too long ago um you know, faith is living as though the Bible were true. Yeah. And faith is a verb, yeah. not a noun. It's not an yeah. adjective, it's a verb, right? And so, you know, my mom was a teacher, um, your wife is a teacher, and you mentioned, you know, the teacher never talks during a test. Mm-hmm. And I think about if the teacher was constantly talking or maybe spoon feeding the students, as my mom liked to put it, there's no opportunity to really exercise that mental capacity for the information, to apply the information or allow it to really sink in. And so I think that sometimes when the Lord does seem to be silent, it's those moments where we really have an opportunity to put that faith into action, to really walk that out. Like you said, just a second ago. Um, And, and as hard as that might be, you know, the faith doesn't grow any other way if we don't have an opportunity to put into action. So, um, uh, I can't remember if you said this, somebody else said this, but if you somebody said if if you feel like you're in the dark, mm-hmm. do what God told you when you were when in the you light. were in the light, exactly. Yeah. And so, are you continuing to do that? Yeah. Are you know if you remember what the Lord said to you while you were in the light, and are you continuing to do that? Um, is that is that opportunity yeah. to yeah. exercise that faith? And
1: and I I think that there's a <clears throat> I think that again there is a there is a process to all of that. Yeah. Um, it, Scripture says that he he desires obedience not sacrifice mm-hmm. and and obedience is obedience is doing what i know that god has called me to do right um and 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 i think part of the problem that we that we struggle with with silence um is we sh- we we associate oftentimes um silence with absence mm, yeah. and and god was never absent right throughout this i i think yeah. that's what's that's what's important mm-hmm. and and again the it's it's why the words of Gabriel were so beautiful to the to the ears of Zacharias when he came and he says the Lord has heard your mm, petition mm-hmm. and your wife Elizabeth yeah will bear you a son right his name will be John it 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 we we think that because maybe we're not hearing God that God must not be there yeah and and that could not be further from the truth because Absolutely. he said he will never. Abandon us. Mm-hmm. He will never leave us. He will never yeah. forsake us. And and yet sometimes there's an opportunity for obedience mm-hmm. that that is that is what is going to be required in order for us to move into new areas mm-hmm. of relationship with the Father. And yeah. that's what he's that's what he's beckoning us to do is to follow Jesus says. Lay down your life, Mm -hmm. take up your cross and follow me. And those are not things that he can that he can force an individual to do. Well he could. He he could, but he doesn't. Right. He 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 will not um he he will not um sacrifice our free will Mm -hmm. for our obedience. He says, You get to choose. Yeah. And are you going to lay down your life? That that that's something that only I can do. Um, yep. That that I can't be. You can't force me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the the Lord is capable of forcing me, but He won't.
0: Sure, take yeah, up your absolutely.
1: cross and follow me. And there comes a point of obedience in that. In that, the, the Lord is the Lord is telling us. Here is the path. Here is how to do this. Daniel preached a great sermon last week where he talked about what does it mean to to grieve mm. the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and what does it mean to quench the spirit in our life yeah and 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 much of that just becomes a result of of obedience now, in zecharias and elizabeth 's life again it, the the Luke makes clear that. The, the, the lack in their own life was not a result of, of sin in their life. It wasn't a right. result of unrighteousness in their right. life, which I think is important because Absolutely. sometimes we can too quickly assume that the problems that are going on in someone's life, is got, it's got to be sin, it's right. got to be this and that. The disciples were guilty of it. They always looked at it and said when Jesus would see someone that was sick, Along the side of the road, that who sinned? Yeah. Was it this man, or was it his parents? Yep. Was this thing passed down? Sometimes, and Jesus says in, in that one moment that He heals that person, He says it was it was so that mm. this could be revealed, right? And and I think that makes us uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, I think that we should always examine our hearts. Yeah. when it comes to silence. Father, have I grieved you? Have mm-hmm. I, um, have I, have I, have I closed my my ears to to being able to listen to you because I've I've wanted to go my own right. ways? But there's other times where we look at that and we examine our heart. David says at one point, Father, uh, it created me a clean heart. Um, mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. look at my own, and, yeah. and then another time he says, Look at my heart, see if there be any wicked ways. Exactly, in me. I, I want you to examine me. David wanted to be sure that that he was doing what it was that the Lord called him to do. But after we've done that, if we feel like we have done all of those things, I think it's only right for us to be able to come before the Lord and say, Lord, I want whatever you want for me. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm just going to submit. I don't understand. This is hard. It may mm-hmm. not make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I am content to trust you Yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and, and that's yeah. hard. Yeah.
0: It's hard, sure, <clears throat> you painted a beautiful picture and, and I say beautiful, uh maybe not the best word, but it, at the same time, it was very relatable, I think, where you really um uh, using the context of that culture at that time, mm-hmm. what Zecharias and Elizabeth probably faced, yeah um surrounding some of the stigma of yeah. Elizabeth being barren. Yeah. Um, the fact that Zacharias being chosen was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Um, and and the fact that some priests may not have ever gotten chosen yeah. uh, to offer the incense. And and I guess what I'm getting at is there was a lot, in the midst of this 400 years of silence, And we know it's at the end, but um, how would you encourage someone mm-hmm. who's feeling like they're in that silent period mm-hmm. to remain faithful because uh, amidst all of the maybe, you know, we don't know for sure, but we can certainly infer based on the cultural context and all that stuff, in the midst of all of the the comments mm-hmm. that I'm sure Zacharias and Elizabeth went through, maybe the, the feeling of am I going to... um it, 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 uh, am I still useful? Do I still have a mm-hmm. purpose? You know, is God still calling me? Is it, you know all of the all of the question, all of the maybe the yeah. doubts and the things that want to try to fill the silence, as yeah. it were. How would you maybe encourage someone to remain faithful so that when God does make His entrance, and I'm yeah. just you know quote unquote yeah. um, that we don't miss it. We you know it, when He does come through in an unexpected way, we don't we don't miss out on
1: it. Yeah, I I sound like a broken record. In in this answer um but i cannot overemphasize the value of community in those yeah. times in my own life sure um those times where i was really struggling to hear god mm. whether it was because of my own brokenness and, and brokenness can brokenness can really cause us to just um it, it just everything gets drowned out it just it, it just feels muffled in our life or, mm. or just mm-hmm. the overwhelming weight of the situation um, and so, in those times that we would have people that are going to come alongside, I, I think that you you discover who your true friends are in times of difficulty. Yeah, um, and um, I, I think that Job Job found out he's a he's a great example of yeah. what that looks like. And again, immediately it, Job was Job was upright; he was righteous before the Lord, and and yet the Lord allowed some things to happen in his life so that so that so that God's name could be could be proclaimed and great and 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 the friends that came around him were just they were constant again what did they do they pointed to sin well this has to be sin and you've got to be be wrong about these things and 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 i think that um when when we're walking through those really difficult times Mm. when we're walking through those times of silence i i cannot um i cannot imagine anything um in my own life that has been more valuable than than friends who were who were faithful to just continue to take me before the Father. Mm-hmm. And they would they would take me before the Father yeah. in their own prayers. They would go with me yeah. to the Father in prayer. And and they would they would just be those those companions that that I needed in those moments. And 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 I would begin to see, the word of God says that all comfort comes through the Father or mm-hmm. comes from the Father. And and oftentimes the way that He does that is through other people. And you begin to see God's hand yeah. in the midst of all of yeah. those things. When when it's when it's too dark in your yeah. own life and too hard in your own life to really be able to lean into and see those mm-hmm. things himself. And so um, I would always encourage you, find find a community. If you don't, if you don't have a community and you're in this area, we would love for you to be a part of this community. We, we, will, we will pray with you. We will walk with you. We will be a part of whatever it is that God's wanting to bring about. Um, and, and to find the, the kind of people who are not going to mm. just come along and be like, hey, you know what you should do, um, but people that are willing to come and say, hey, I don't know what we should do, but I know yeah. I know the one who does, yep. and let's just let's just go to him together, right? And I, we're just going to walk this thing out yeah. until we see a breakthrough. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the the value of those real friends is is not you know, unfortunately, uh, there are those people who can uh, sometimes just tie a spiritual bow around things, yeah. you know, um, and. I think Job's friends are such a great example for so many reasons yeah. because it was like, oh, you must be wrong. You must have sin or, yeah. you know, they did the spiritual bow thing. Yeah. Um, and yet here was Job completely broken. And I'm, yeah. and I'm sure that Zacharias and Elizabeth were, were already in a, a, a tremendous amount of heart pain. Yeah. Over, the, you know, the fact that they couldn't have kids, you yeah. know. And so at the same time, it, like, and yet they remained faithful. Yeah. And they, they stayed in that place of, of the way the Bible described, they were right with God, they were righteous and yeah. they, and they stayed with it. And <clears throat> even though, um, you know, Zachariah still said to Gabriel, how do I know this is going to happen? How do I, know? Yeah. I am <laughs> you know? Gabriel Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, ministers in the presence a good of God. Response. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know, the, the fact is it's kind of like Peter, you know, doubting when he's walking on the water, but at least Peter yeah. got out of the boat, you know, yeah. In the same way, Zacharias was still faithful yeah. in the midst of a culture that was—you um, could argue that it was unfaithful. Yeah. He was remaining faithful,
1: and that's always what I want to encourage people: don't like, don't quit, don't give up. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you're going through. Um, I don't know what you've been through, but I know the one who does. Mm. Keep, keep pursuing him. Keep seeking him. Um, you weren't designed to do this on your own, and so allow some other people. I, I Again, I, I love that Gabriel begins with don't fear. Um, I think yeah. there is a culture of fear in our Absolutely. society today, and it is one of the tools that the enemy uses to keep us separated from one another. Adam and Eve sinned because they were, or, or Adam and Eve hid because they were afraid. They right. were ashamed of what they had done, and so they hid from one another, and they hid from God. And yeah and that's what the enemy will do he will separate us through fear people won't understand people will people will judge me all these different things man if i could encourage you to do anything push through yeah. allow allow some godly people to walk with you come up for prayer on sunday morning let someone help bear the load scripture says bear one another's burdens what a what an honor it is when when we can walk with one another through the difficulty and continue to pursue his righteousness together
0: absolutely absolutely that's good well thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk about your message and thank you for joining us for another episode of monday moments we hope that you got something out of this if you have please please let us know how has the lord come through for you um maybe what are some things that if you've gone through some of these you know quote-unquote silent um times in your life what are some things that you did or maybe the lord helped you uh in in order to go through those times to stay faithful to stay true or that the lord taught you we would just love to hear those things um, as always because we just love hearing from you so much thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of monday moments and we will see you next week